it's time to expand online. Hi, I'm Jamie Slutsky, and this is the podcast where we break down the tech and strategies that successful hands-on entrepreneurs just like you use to translate their services into online products. There is no fluff. There is no overwhelm. There is no shame. Let's get to it. It's time for you to expand online. Welcome to the Expand Online Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky, and this is episode number 214. Today is all about nurturing those prospective students. These are the people that you've connected with on social media. You've invited them to your email list. You've had conversations with them, and they're not quite ready to sign up for lessons or to sign up for that course or to sign up for that membership site or for that workshop or whatever it is that you are creating, I want to make sure today that you have the tools in place for when they are ready for you to be the first teacher that comes to mind for them to be like, yes, now is the time. So that's what today's episode is all about. Before we get there, I want to take a moment to thank you for all of your referrals. Keep them coming. Share this podcast episode. Share anything from the back catalog with other music teachers who you know are looking or seeking or that you feel are ready to expand online. They may have said something to you. You may just be watching them and saying, oh my goodness, this episode of Jamie's would be perfect for this other friend. It would mean the world to me if you would share these podcast episodes with other music teachers. Because my goal here is not to hear my own voice. It's to help you and the other music teachers who are expanding online do so with ease and confidence. I've described coming online and expanding online like opening Pandora's box. There are so many things that you can do and it can be like, okay, well, never mind. This is too hard. There's too many choices. There's this, there's that, whatever else. This podcast is here to help you streamline it and to go from what you already know and feel and do into something that is more scalable and that allows you to expand. So again, just share the podcast, you know, connect with me on social media. I would be honored. Now, let's get into our conversation about nurturing these prospective students. Nurturing is all about staying top of mind and creating an experience through email generally that allows someone to say yes to your programs, your services, your products, and all of that stuff when they are ready to. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about here, how to actually do that nurturing. It's not enough to send studio updates via email. Nobody really cares about that. What we are looking for is to share value, to help someone get something out of your emails. It could be allowing them to measure themselves against some test or some philosophy or helping them to realize that they are closer to a goal than they had thought. Okay. Nurturing is done both in automations and in broadcast messages. 
So I've talked about this before. When you send a freebie to somebody as part of your onboarding welcome sequence, you know, they've signed up, said, I want to get this cord chart or whatever it might be. You send that off and then you send another two or three or four emails afterwards. And that is the beginning of the nurturing. That is where you are giving them as much as you possibly can that still ties back to that cord chart or whatever it is that allows them to do something with the content, the material that you're sharing so that they start to believe that one, they can do it, two, that you are a teacher that they can trust, and three, that you are a teacher that brings them success. That is the initial phase of nurturing. And then with any other initiative that you have, maybe you're going to do a webinar or you're going to do a challenge or you've got a masterclass or you've got a workshop, paid or unpaid, it doesn't matter, but you have other times that people sign up for something specific, we want to nurture them in those options as well. I'm primarily talking about people who sign up for something that is free because it's a low cost of entry, right? There's no cost. It's just time. Therefore, they are more likely to not show up and do the work, which then means that it takes us a little bit longer to get them on board, to get them into the flow of saying, okay, yes, my music, whatever instrument they might be playing, whatever you might be teaching, whatever is going on in this thing, I am worthy and my music is worthy of taking the time to go through this challenge, this workshop, this masterclass, this webinar, whatever it is, even though there was no financial. We want to nurture them into our sales conversation. Ideally, we want to make sure that they are really ready to purchase, really ready to invest in themselves and into their music. When we have people sign up for our freebie or any of our events, our online events, actually this even works for offline events, we want to include some kind of nurture sequence that helps them say, this provider, this music teacher is doing something out of the goodness of his or her heart that is going to give me value, whether I give them money or not. We want them to always feel like they're getting something of value. And that is in that nurture sequence. And nurturing doesn't stop at the time of the event. We are going to be sending emails from the time that they sign up all the way through the actual event, during the event, and after the event as well. And the after event ones are recap ones as well as sales ones. We don't want to just say, okay, now that you watch this webinar, bye, bye, bye. We want to say, now that you've watched this webinar, aren't you inspired to go to the piano and try this? Or how about we get on a call? Or how about here are the articles that I talked about in the webinar. We provide them with value. When we provide someone with value, they are able to say, I want to go down that rabbit trail and see where this music teacher, this provider is taking me. The longer that they stay in your sphere and open your emails and take the steps that you lay out inside of your emails, the more likely that they are going to keep you top of mind when they are ready to purchase. 
If your webinar led to a product that they're not interested in, that's okay. That's where our broadcasts come in. Okay, so just because someone doesn't purchase on your conversion event doesn't mean that the nurturing of them was wasted. If they're opening your emails, you're still nurturing them. You can keep nurturing, keep motivating, keep inspiring every single step of the way. Let's talk about broadcast messages and how those go in to nurturing. Broadcast messages are the ones that you send on a weekly basis. Right now, as of the time of this recording, I send my broadcast messages twice a week. I send two messages a week, usually Monday and Thursday. This week, my Monday message went out super late, so most people saw it on Tuesday, but that's okay. You know, we're human, and I like creating those emails on the fly. I don't like to pre-write them. I like to write them in the moment, and that's just what it is. With broadcast messages, we have the ability to structure them any way we want. They can be long, they can be short, they can have bullet points, they can have paragraphs, they can have whatever you want, however you want. The idea with a broadcast message is to show up consistently in someone's inbox. Oh, it's Thursday. There's an email from Jamie. Great. And inside these messages, we can send motivational content, inspirational content, informational content. We can also invite sales. We can invite for feedback. We can invite for a lot of things. The content of these broadcast messages is designed to help someone say, oh yeah, that's right. I am interested in this. Yes, this person, they understand that I'm busy. They understand that my kid doesn't want to practice the piano this week. And what I want out of this experience of learning this instrument or learning this technique or whatever it is that you offer, because that can run the gamut, but they are at a point right now in their journey where they're like, yeah, Okay, this is valuable. Yeah, okay, I'm going to take a few minutes and think about this. Let's talk for a moment about actually using your email inbox, okay? It's important to know the behavior of your audience, these people that one day are going to become students or sign up for your course or your workshop or your webinar or your masterclass or whatever it is that you are offering next, which is why it's beneficial to get to know how people actually are consuming your emails. If, you know, looking at the open rates and things like that. The other thing that we can do based on all of this information, based on sending out these automations as well as these broadcasts, is to cherry pick or hand pick people who have been regularly opening your emails and clicking on links and then connecting with them in another way. So most of our nurturing is going to happen via email through this constant stream of information that we're sending. But if you see that I'm opening every single one of your emails and that we're connected on Instagram, send me a DM over on Instagram and just let me know that you see that I'm opening your emails and ask what would be of value to me. Oh my goodness, that would be so, so cool. I remember a time not that long ago where I had someone who's on my email list and I sent out a, a, just a message to her saying, I saw that you stopped opening my emails. What's up? And she couldn't believe I knew that information. That re-engaged her. That got her excited. And you know, 
she actually signed up for one of my workshops that I ran shortly thereafter. It's these little things that we can do because every single person on your email list is a person. They are not a machine. They are not a robot. They have feelings. They have lives. They have desires. They have passions. They are a full human being. And when we treat them as that and we nurture them and build value into the relationship, they are going to say yes. That's the idea. It may take one week, it may take three years, but I can tell you, you are more likely to get an eventual yes if you continue to nurture rather than just sending out promotional messages or messages that don't nurture their spirit and their soul. That's what I've got for you today. I hope that you enjoyed this. Be sure to connect with me. Go to callwithjamie.com, book a free call. Send me a DM on Instagram or on Facebook. I'm at Jamie Slutsky and I'll be back with another episode next week.